0: Hi there, and welcome back to Out There, a cryptid podcast. I'm your host, Josh. On the 13th of every month, I come out with a new episode focused on a cryptid that I find super fascinating and weird. And if you still don't know what a cryptid is, it is defined as an animal that has been claimed to exist, but never proven to exist. Now, cryptids don't have to be supernatural or mythical beings, although many of them are. Some cryptids have actually become documented animals. Make sure you go and follow the podcast on Instagram at out their cryptids. And check out the posts I make for each episode and maybe send some suggestions you'd like to hear. Today's cryptid is a creature that trots the line of demon and cryptid with its deep roots in Greek mythology and a modern day demonic twist. We are talking about the goat man. There's no weird club segment today, just me. Let's dive in. To begin this cryptid story, we need to do a little history lesson. So, we are going back to ancient Greece, where the people revered gods like Zeus and Hades and were terrified of beings like Medusa and the Minotaur. There was a creature that was known as a satyr. Remember Mr. Tumnus from the Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah, that is what we are talking about. They were nature spirits that had the legs of a horse, but with the body of a man. So, half goat, half man. Now, satyrs were known as lovers of wine, music, dancing, among some other things, so they sound harmless, right? Well, there is a side of them that is definitely not PG, so plug your ears if you don't want to hear this. Satyrs were often depicted in art with exaggerated erections and shown masturbating or engaging in bestiality. They were said to have attempted to seduce or rape nymphs and mortal women alike, usually with little success. So, like I said, not PG. There was even a Greek god who was a satyr. Pan, the god of the wild shepherds and the flocks, nature of mountain wilds, rustic music and impromptus, and companion of the nymphs, was depicted as having goat-like legs and horns on his human upper body and face. But Pan, just like the satyr, was closely affiliated with sex and therefore became the god of fertility as well. Now, what we can see from all of this is that maybe these beings were not as wholesome as we thought. I mean, the word panic actually derives from the god's name. And could it be just a coincidence the half-goat people are also how many different demons, including the devil, have been depicted over the years? Now, that is a big question that we will probably not get an answer to, but we can talk about some American tales of goatmen. We're going to start in the state of Maryland, where probably the most famous case takes place the Prince George's County Goatman. It has many different variations and stories that come along with this beast, but the first ever written media documentation of this creature was in the Prince George's County News. October 27th, 1971. Journalist Karen Holzer writes about her research into the University of Maryland Folklore archives, where she found many tales of ghosts, but then something that stuck out. Stories of the goat Man. Then, two weeks later, she published another newspaper article. This one reads... Residents fear Goatman lives, dog found decapitated in Old Bowie. In the article, Holzer talks about the Edwards family whose puppy, Ginger, disappeared one day. A couple days later, Ginger was found dead on the side of Fletcherton Road. But the weird part was that it didn't look like she mistakenly ran to the road and got hit by a car. The dog was found decapitated. After finding the body, one of the daughters, April, and her friends recalled something odd the night that Ginger went missing. The girls claimed to have heard strange noises around the house. But even worse, they claimed to have seen a large creature that night. A creature that was animal-like, that walks on hind legs. Reports of a similar creature were increasing around the Fledgerton Road area. About a month later, on November 30th, an article in the Washington Post appeared with the headline, A Legendary Figure Haunts Remote, Prince George's Woods. In it, the men who found Ginger's body talk about what they saw. Ray Hayden, John Hayden, and Willie Gein told the police that he and the others had seen an animal the night before. It was about six feet tall, walked on two feet, and was hairy. Hayden also noted that it made a high-pitched sound like a squeal. April was quoted saying, people came here and called it folklore, and the papers made us out to be ignorant hillbillies who didn't know any better. Edwards said, but what I saw was real, and I know I'm not crazy. Whatever it was, I believed it killed my dog. The Prince George's County Police were interviewed for the article as well, and they said that the legend just gets passed on from generation to generation, and that calls were getting more and more frequent Around the days of the dog's death. Then, about five years later, workers at the Woodmore Country Club claimed the beast was outside of the country club in Woodmore, Maryland. Apparently, one person tried to shoo it away, that is, until they realized it was not just an escaped goat. The Prince George's County Goat Man has many different origin stories. Some claim that he is a lonely, angry goat herder who is trying to avenge his beloved goats that were killed by a group of teenagers. Others say that it is an experiment gone wrong from the Beltsville Research Agricultural Center. There was a much more recent sighting of this cryptid, and it may even include clear photo evidence. April 25th, 2016. A website called Cult of Weird received an email from a man named Ryan Davis, who saw this creature in the community of Laurel, Maryland. His email read, I'm in D.C. for the GRC Summit starting today and was playing tennis Saturday morning at Montpiler Park while some friends played golf at Pawtucket Greens. As we were packing up, we saw something on the forest bordering the park. As I took out my camera phone, it came up onto two feet and I realized it was a goat. I told some people back in D.C. about a goat walking on two legs and they said it was some old Maryland Goatman legend. I called WBAL in Baltimore and talked to someone about it, but I don't think they believed me. They think it's a bear holding a freshly killed goat. They ran the story this morning. As a reader, I thought you might enjoy. This photo clearly shows a large bipedal creature with black fur and a goat head. Now, the writer does point out that this does all seem a little too good to be true. I mean, it's a crystal clear image of exactly what people describe the Goatman to be. So it is believed that this was either a hoax or the person who sent it in stumbled upon a hoax. One thing we do know is that the Goatman isn't only just in Maryland. About 830 miles north lives another cryptid that bears a striking resemblance to the Prince George's County Goatman. On a winding gravel road near Richfield, Wisconsin, lives another goat man. According to legend, a man was killed on the road in the 1800s and his soul has never been able to rest. The location has a long history of occult practices that trapped this man's spirit. He now walks the stretch known as Hogs Back Road at night, carrying a goat's head to scare people into driving off the road. What's worse is that it is said that the evil energy has also left with people and have taunted them in their own homes, as well as while they are out there through voices and shadows walking around. In the 1970s, a couple was dared by friends to go to the road after dark. While they were driving along, their car broke down. The man decided that he would walk to the nearest town to get help and left his bride with the car. While he was waiting... She claimed to have seen a creature covered in red hair with a horned head and goat muzzle. She stayed in the car and tried to remain as silent as possible. Eventually, she fell asleep, and when she awoke in the morning, she realized her husband was still not back. She got out of the car and wandered over to where she saw the creature and followed the hoof prints. The steps led right straight to the mutilated remains of her husband. It is unclear if this was the spirit of the man trapped there or if it was some other entity or cryptid, but either way, this goat-like figure sounds very familiar to the goat man down in Maryland. Now, sightings didn't end there. Another came in 2003 when some men claimed to have seen a two-legged goat walk across the road in front of their car. The creature was the size of a man with large muscular legs and tiny arms. But we do have another stop on our goat man journey. And this stop is probably the most famous and most active spot where this cryptid has ever been seen. The Goatman's Bridge is more formally known as the Old Alton Bridge. It's in the town of Lantana, Texas, which is about 40 minutes away from Fort Worth. The bridge was built in 1884, it connected the old town of Alton to Denton. Alton was a small town with a population of about one person in 1848. It is not open to vehicle traffic anymore, but it is the site of many, many paranormal and cryptid investigations. There are many different urban legends about the bridge, but over the years, a lot of people started to see a goat-like biped in the area, and the legend of the Goatman came to life. There are two famous origin stories that give us an insight into what this location has seen throughout history. Around the 1860s, a group of cowboys lynched a local Creole man named Jack Kendall. He was a goat herder from the area. The cowboys hung him from a tall creekside tree near where the bridge now stands. But the force of his body falling was too strong, and so when he fell, his head came clean off. As the lynchers watched, the headless body raised itself from the creek bed mud, animated by voodoo, and ripped off the head of a nearby goat, and replaced his own. Still dangling in the noose. The second legend says that a black farmer named Oscar Washburn ran a successful farm nearby. The farm had a goat herd that provided quality meat, milk, cheeses, and hides. But the white farmers in the area were jealous of Washburn's success, and so they hung a sign on the bridge that read, This Way to the Goat Man." It was made to direct the local Ku Klux Klan's men to take matters into their own hands. One night, in the 1930s, a mob formed and made their way to Washburn's farm. When they got there, they dragged him out of the farm, and to the bridge where a noose was waiting. Washburn begged to be released, but they did not care. And so they pushed him off. But when the KKK members went down to the bottom to see what they had done, they were met with something much more terrifying. The noose was empty, and the water under the bridge was undisturbed. As if Washburn was never there, Klansmen panicked, thinking he had escaped, so they went back to his farm and burned everything to the ground, including all of his animals and his prized goat herd. Washburn may have escaped that night, or he may have been welcomed into a realm where he could become a vengeful entity ready to take on anyone who made the trek onto the bridge. Witnesses claim to see glowing eyes in the darkness and claim to hear hooves clicking behind them as they walk across the bridge. It is also said that if you knock three times on the bridge, it will call the goat man and you will see his glowing eyes. Now there was a major spike in sightings around 1969. In July, young couples were treating the bridge like a lover's lane, but many people claim to have seen what looked like a satyr from Greek mythology. Local police said that around the same time, they had a report from a local man who claimed a half-man, half-goat jumped onto his car from a tree, leaving an 8-inch scratch in the paint. This year finished off with a major sighting in October. Ten people gathered under the bridge, and when they looked up, they could see the beast standing on top of the bridge, where he threw an old tire at them. Alan Plaster took out his Polaroid camera and caught a strange creature. It's on Instagram, and it looks like a mist or fog of a large figure. Now, it doesn't necessarily look like a goat man, but it is nonetheless creepy. One theory is that this goat man is actually a demon that is able to change shapes and disappear and reappear. A professor of early modern history at the University of East Anglia named Malcolm Gaskill talks about how goats play a more prominent role in European witch imagery. He said in European engravings and paintings that depict the witch's Sabbath, that is the remote meetings where witches were supposed to gather to pay homage to Satan, the devil is often depicted as a goat or a goat-like man. For example, in England, goat farming was not something you would really want to do. If you were a goat farmer, you were thought of as very backwards. So we see how this Goatman might be much more than just a cryptid. A channel called the Paranormal Files went out to investigate Goatman's bridge. The crew arrived to find locals already at the site, apparently enjoying a night out at one of the most haunted places in Texas. One of the young men offered to show the investigators where a lot of the cult activity was supposed to take place. They find large wooden disks like pentacles. A little further into the woods, they came across a dilapidated shed surrounded by complex gateways made with trees and branches. Someone compares it to the Blair Witch Project, and honestly, it's pretty fitting. The group is trying to find a way back to the main path when they hear a disembodied voice whisper from nearby. They can't tell what the voice is saying, but the suggestion of a presence is enough to get them moving faster. Even as they approach the parking lot, screams can be heard in the surrounding area. At this point, a few of them are full on sprinting back to the safety of their cars. With a few parting words, the locals drive off, leaving the host of the channel all alone as he makes his way to the bridge. Once he arrives, he stands in complete darkness trying to get a response from the goat man he hears breathing very close to his face, and a sound similar to a goat's bleating, but not much else. It's as he's walking back towards the parking lot, leaving the bridge, that he hears footsteps crunching through the gravel right behind him. He turns to look, but there's no one behind him. He runs the rest of the way to his car, not stopping until he's safe inside. This isn't the only paranormal investigation that has brought out some strong evidence. People have claimed to feel the goatmen enter their mind and take over through their thoughts. A local paranormal investigation team, What the Paranormal, discusses how during one of their previous investigations, an apparition appeared that looked like a little girl. She spoke to them a few times, exclaiming, Woo, and asking, What's that? But near where they first spotted the little girl, a shadowy figure of a man would sometimes appear. They once caught him calling them the B-word. Both of the investigators believe the Goatman doesn't like women and have heard multiple stories of women getting attacked or scratched, or in one instance, lifted up by her throat and thrown back down. Another aspect of the Goatman is the intrusive thoughts it can project into its victims. They are often vivid images of violence. The What the Crew remembers a woman who had visions of herself killing her crew while wandering through the forest on the hunt for Goatman. Now this could be supported by the fact that bridges have been depicted as gateways to other realms, so perhaps this bridge let something in from a much darker place. There is a story about two boys that were on the bridge when they heard a low voice say, get off the bridge. One boy ran off, but when he looked back, he said he watched his friend get dragged towards the edge and flipped into the water by an unknown force. A paranormal investigator with the Subborn Paranormal Investigation named Haley had her own experience and even caught some strange things on camera. November 2nd, 2013. On a chilling night, soon after Halloween, while my parents were visiting from Arkansas, we decided to check out this legendary bridge for ourselves. Despite there being a very large gathering of local paranormal investigators, as well as other local kids at the bridge, we were able to find some peace and quiet in the surrounding woods to do some EVP work. Unfortunately, the Goatman decided not to reveal himself to us through audio evidence. But we did end up with some rather intriguing photographs from the woods, a few orbs around the bridge, and some video evidence to support my mom's personal experience of the light on her video camera going, turning off, on, at random. This video evidence featured below was captured towards the end of the night. My dad, John, and I had all walked down to the west end of the bridge without any equipment on it in an attempt to recreate the legendary sightings of the goat man that occur when you cross the bridge in total darkness while this effort didn't reveal the goat man to us just before we returned to where my mom was standing at the east end of the bridge the light on her video camera began to flash off and our only other evidence from that night came from photos In several photos, I captured orbs around the bridge and in the woods. While most of these were typical white translucent orbs, in a couple of photos the orbs appeared reddish-orange. On the bridge, one picture even showed a bright red streak moving across the bridge. The streak of energy seems to be moving over the middle of the bridge because several bridge beams can be seen beyond the light, and despite my best efforts, I could not replicate the photo when cars passed. These red-orange orbs are in line with many reports of a flying orange light being spotted in the area. More interesting, though, were two of the pictures I took in the woods on the east side of the bridge that featured several white streaks of light or energy seeming to move through the air above John. The two photos were taken only seconds apart and seemed to show the light or energy moving across the path. In the second photo, some have seen a face forming in the upper blob of energy. These photos are on Instagram, and they do show some strange anomalies. I think the most interesting one is the strange mist formation, because it looks similar to the Polaroid picture Alan Plaster took back in 1869. Now, obviously one looks much more like a living creature than the other but i think that supports the idea that maybe there's more than one unexplained inhabitant of the bridge and surrounding area there have been lots of reports of cold activity in the area so much so that local pet stores stop selling cats because of the amount of sacrifices being made what we know about cold activity is that it definitely can and will welcome in other spirits that are usually not very nice now, there are more stories of spirit activity around the bridge as well. This witness story was written on the website Haunted Places, which is basically like the Yelp of Haunted Locations. It was posted by the username Breeze. We visited in June 2013, went with four other friends at around nine ten at night, and parked in front of the bridge. Theory is, you aren't supposed to look back at the bridge while you leave, so nothing follows you. I stood on the bridge with one of my friends while the others went ahead on the trail. My friend tells me after a few minutes that her back is itching, so I put my phone light on her and see three long scratches down the middle of her back. We call to our friends and tell them we want to leave so they come back. As we are crossing the bridge back to the car, I tell my other friend, who is not from the area, not to look back and we leave. We make it about five minutes down the road and my tire goes flat. We get out and see there is a silver dollar size hole torn out of my tire. My friend that I told not to look back admits to me that she watched the bridge as we drove away. Things follow you. Don't do it. Now, this is creepy, especially because of the last line. I mean, I mean, is it possible that the goatman can leave the bridge and surrounding area? Or is this another entity from the portal or even the occult rituals? In 2017, the famous duo Shane and Ryan from BuzzFeed Unsolved went out to investigate this famous cryptid. While investigating, as they are walking around the woods, they see the bushes moving, indicating to them something is there. Then immediately after, they hear a faint scream in the distance. Activity didn't stop there. While they were walking back to the bridge, they caught another scream. This one was only caught on camera's audio, so the team didn't hear it like the first one. But soon after this, they then hear someone or something say the F word, but can't find anyone around. They keep hearing sounds like twigs snapping all around them and bushes moving Of course, this could just be wild animals, but it sounds much louder than a raccoon or rabbit. Investigators apparently get the name Steve a lot on spirit boxes and EVPs, so they decide to do a spirit box session. They hear voices say Bridge, Steve, and Goatman. Somehow, not freaked out by everything so far, they decide to do a Ouija board session on the bridge itself. They put candles around and even a salt circle, but when they start they make a door in the salt for him to enter. Alas, they catch nothing, and make sure to say goodbye on the board closing the portal. Now, I must say, I have watched every episode, and although this doesn't sound like a lot of evidence, it actually is probably one of the more active places they've investigated. Another one of our favorite TV shows investigated the Goatman as well. Zach Bagans and the rest of the Ghost Adventure team say this investigation changed their lives and still affect them. One witness they talked to talks about when she was doing an EVP session, she started seeing something coming out of the corner of her eye. When she looked, she saw a creature with a goat head and human body. Now, in terms of investigation, a lot does happen. It is unclear how much is real and how much is self-induced. Because as much as we love this show, we also know they tend to lean on the dramatic side, so keeping that in mind. They hear voices and noises, see lights that shouldn't be there, and even catch shadows that cover their flashlight beams. They even catch two glowing eyes right in front of them, right as they enter the forest. The guys say that it felt like they were being hunted. They perform a ritual that they claim is not satanic and just ancient. But the ritual was meant to conjure the Goatman in order to stop him from harming anyone else. Right after they do a spirit box session, and the first word that it says is Steve. The same name people claim to hear every time they investigate here. Even the BuzzFeed crew caught this name on their spirit box. Aaron says that something picked him up and threw him, but it was not caught on camera. We just see the before and after. But either way, you can see rips in his clothing, dirt all over, and some blood from a cut on his elbow. Now, the odd thing is that it happened in the same exact spot where the glowing eyes were caught. As they are walking back to base camp, they cross the bridge, and Zack claims that it is hard to breathe, and he has his hands around his neck. They are trying to make him stop, but he can't, and starts hyperventilating and crying. It is actually difficult to watch because it turns into a physical altercation. But, like I said, they considered this a traumatic investigation. Now, to finish it up, of course, I included a reddit story for you all. This was posted by the username Melissa McCarber, 10 years ago. The first night I was there, my brother and a friend of mine met up with a group of ghost hunters called Haunted Texas Paranormal Group, or something of the sort, and they told us the story of how the bridge came to be known as Goatman's Bridge. After I came home, I researched the name of the bridge on Google and came up with plenty of information. There are several websites dedicated to the bridge and tell the stories and personal experiences of people that have been to it. While we were there, the group of ghost hunters decided to show us how serious it all was. They grabbed a flashlight and placed it on the spot where Oscar Washburn was lynched and asked if he could show us all his presence by turning off the flashlight. To my amazement, flashlight turned off. I was watching intently as the light started getting dimmer and dimmer until there was nothing but darkness. To me, the scariest part was when he was asked if he was angry at the people who had murdered him, and if he thought they should be brought to justice. Without hesitation, the flashlight came back on and seemed to be brighter than before. Last night, I was back at Goatman's Bridge, and I decided to go prepared with my own flashlight and camera. It was raining so our stay wasn't for very long but i managed to capture something odd in one of the pictures there seems to be some sort of thick mist on the right side corner of the picture at first i thought it was my breath but it wasn't that cold outside and even if it had been the wind would have carried it out so the mist shouldn't be so dense we also heard strange noises coming from the side of the bridge we were alone unlike the night before, so we knew it couldn't have been other people there. There are woods somewhere along the bridge, and it is said that Oscar has been seen there at night. The weather was too shitty for us to walk the trails, but as soon as it gets better, I will be returning to the bridge. The picture is on Instagram, and let me tell you, it's creepy. It looks almost exactly like the other pictures of the dense fog-like apparition but maybe this is a form of the goat man. Either way, it cannot be a coincidence that multiple people have caught this same mist over many years. It is difficult to talk about possible explanations because there really isn't one that makes sense, at least when it comes to seeing the actual cryptid. Maybe the goat man is a demonic spirit manifesting in a way that it knows will terrify people. Or maybe this is a cryptid that just knows how to hide very well so what do you think is the goat man really out there we are on instagram at out there so make sure to follow us and tell us all of your thoughts on the cryptids we cover and what you'd like to hear next it would mean a lot to us if you go to apple podcasts and leave us a review it's a great way for others to find the podcast and enjoy just like you One month from today, I will be covering one of the most famous cases of a cryptid. A case that launched the belief that aliens could really be out there. The Roswell Incident. See you next month. This episode is written and hosted by me, Josh, with research assistance by Rowan, logo designed by Jason Zykes, and theme music from purpleplanet.com.